Good morning and a warm welcome to your show, Sunny Mornings in Boston. We're the daily podcast that gets you started on the right foot and always with a positive vibe. I'm your host, Melissa, and it's Thursday, January 4th. Do you like trivia? Oh, good, me too. In honor of today being National Trivia Day, put your thinking cap on, because we're gonna join in. Here we go. When did Tom Werner purchase the San Diego Padres from Joan Kroc? Is it 1992, 1990, 1994, or 1988? Stay tuned. The answer is coming up at the end of the show. Now let's check out the weather in the Boston area. This morning, it's cloudy and 33 degrees. Tonight, the sun will set at 4.24 p.m., and it will rise again tomorrow at 7.13 a.m. It looks like we're in for a day of clouds, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 43. West wind five to nine mile per hour. Tonight, mostly clear with a low around 20. Northwest wind 13 to 17 mile per hour with gusts as high as 28. The first low tide today will be 1.9 feet at 10.30 a.m. with a 2.6 foot high tide just after 3.30 p.m. The nearshore buoy at Cape Cod Bay reads 44.7 degrees for the water temperature. Looking ahead in the weather. Friday will be sunny in Boston with a high near 35, followed by a partly cloudy night with a low around 23. Saturday sees a slight chance of snow in the afternoon, likely turning to rain and snow Saturday night with a low around 31. Sunday will be cloudy with snow likely, possibly mixed with rain, and a high near 38. Snow chances continue into Sunday night with a low around 25. And now a greeting from our sponsor. Bonjour, food enthusiasts. This podcast is brought to you by Versailles Cafe and Pastries in Encinitas. Nestled on El Camino Real South, just north of Encinitas Boulevard, this cafe is a haven for culinary delights. Indulge in the divine experience of their amazing Hags Benedict or their gluten-free crepes. You can grab a panini for lunch or just breeze on through to get your morning coffee. They are open every day from eight to five. So stop on by and don't forget to tell them Sunny sent you. In top news, BYD, a Chinese electric vehicle maker, has surpassed Tesla as the world's top EV seller. Founded in 1995 by Wang Chuanfu in Shenzhen, China, BYD began as a battery maker evolving into China's leading EV producer. It exports electric taxis, buses, and vehicles globally, offering affordable options like the Kin and Song models. With its initial focus on battery technology, BYD's growth was bolstered by a $230 million investment from Warren Buffett in 2008. The company's success in the EV market, particularly in China, is attributed to its competitive pricing against Tesla and its government support. BYD also manufactures its own innovative lithium iron phosphate blade batteries used in its cars and sold to other automakers, including reportedly Tesla. Despite its absence in the U.S. passenger car market, 
BYD's electric buses are sold in the country. This rise reflects BYD's strategic growth from a local battery maker to a dominant player in the global EV industry. Now let's talk more tech. Samsung's latest innovation, the bespoke Jetbot Combo, is an AI-powered robot vacuum that takes cleaning to the next level. Building on its predecessor, this new model boasts enhanced object recognition, ensuring more precise cleaning. It's not just about avoiding no-go zones. This smart device revisits areas for extra cleaning, especially stubborn stains, using water and a built-in steam engine to heat its mop pads. With its advanced technology, the robot vacuum adapts to different floor types, adjusting suction power for carpets, and handling mop pads efficiently to avoid soaking carpets. The cleaning station washes and dries the pads, maintaining cleanliness and freshness. The new Samsung vacuum is set to show at CES 2024 next week. And in business news, tech stocks took a hit at the start of 2024, contrasting with the Dow Jones Industrial Average, hitting a new record high. Big tech firms, including Apple and NVIDIA, which significantly boosted the NASDAQ Composite Index last year, experienced declines. This dip in tech stocks overshadowed gains in other sectors like energy and healthcare. Rising bond yields are partly to blame, and there's skepticism about whether last year's leading tech stocks can maintain their upward trajectory. Meanwhile, the broader market is looking at whether consumer spending will continue to support the economy amid signs of caution. Proust stocks took a particularly hard hit, reflecting doubts about consumer spending post-COVID. Internationally, markets showed mixed results, with some affected by geopolitical events and economic data. Bitcoin is down about 5% to $42,708. Ethereum is down almost 7% to $2,200. And Cardano is down almost 10% to 56 cents. Tough day for crypto. Now on to sports. In baseball news, the Baltimore Orioles are at the center of a succession drama. Owner Peter Angelos, age 94, wishes for the team to be sold after his death. However, his son, John Angelos, the team's CEO, plans to retain control. The family's internal dispute complicates the future of the franchise with potential for a major real estate development around the Orioles' ballpark. Amidst this, local billionaire David Rubenstein shows interest in buying the team. The Orioles' lease agreement, allowing a possible opt-out after 15 years, adds another layer to the uncertainty. John Angelo's vision extends beyond baseball, aiming to transform the area around the ballpark into a mixed-use complex. This situation unfolds as the team, valued at over $1.5 billion, enters a promising era on the field. Thursday night football is done for the season, but we do get two games on Saturday, and they both have playoff implications. First, we get Steelers at Ravens, and then Texans at Colts. This is the final week of the regular season. The Celtics are at home tomorrow night, taking on the Jazz. And tonight, the Bees are at home against Sidney Crosby and the Penguins. 
Moving on to a more local vibe. In our community spotlight on health and wellness, we are working with a national Pilates studio in your area to bring you some free classes, so listen up. Check out Club Pilates with several locations in the Boston area. Pilates presents a comprehensive wellness approach, cultivating strength, reducing tension, and elevating mental well-being. Scientific research affirms its benefits, connecting Pilates to enhanced core strength, improved flexibility, and better posture. It's a well-supported avenue for physical and mental health in just a few dedicated sessions. So now you can check out Club Pilates for a free class with locations in Canton, Wellesley, Hingham, Brookline, and Framingham. Be sure to tell them Sunny Mornings sent you by. And now back to the show. In local news, Vineyard Wind, the first large-scale offshore wind project in the U.S., is now generating electricity in Massachusetts. This marks a significant achievement in renewable energy, especially considering the challenges the offshore wind industry has faced in the country. The project, which will be fully operational in 2024, will include 62 turbines capable of producing 800 megawatts of power, enough for about 400,000 homes. Despite economic uncertainties and industry turmoil, this launch is a big step forward in the green transition and a move towards achieving President Joe Biden's goal of 30,000 megawatts of offshore wind power by 2030. And in entertainment news, Harlan Coben, the renowned crime novelist, has yet another one of his books turned into a Netflix series. Available to stream now, Fool Me Once stars Michelle Keegan and Richard Armitage and promises Coben's signature twists and turns. The story follows Maya Stern as she unravels the mystery surrounding her husband's apparent reappearance after his murder. Though American, the show is set in the UK, adding a unique dimension to the adaptation. Coben, known for his gripping plots and unexpected endings, continues to captivate audiences both in print and on screen, and Fool Me Once is getting great reviews thus far. Well, alrighty, folks, it's time to get back to our trivia question. When did Tom Werner purchase the San Diego Padres from Joan Crock? Is it 1992, 1990, 1994, or 1988? And the answer is 1990. Tom Werner, who has been involved in Major League Baseball for more than 30 years, and whose love for the Red Sox spans more than five decades, has played a vital role in the team's success on the field, the saving and restoration of Fenway Park, and its difference-making impact in the community. Werner began his baseball career as leader of the ownership group that purchased the San Diego Padres in 1990 and served as the club's majority owner until December 22, 1994. He subsequently joined forces with John Henry and Larry Lucchino to acquire the Red Sox. And that's a wrap for this morning. Remember to stay tuned tomorrow for more news and updates. Have an amazing day, my good friends. Whether you're heading to work, an event, or just enjoying the day, stay safe and enjoy yourself to the fullest. We'll be back tomorrow with another Sunny Mornings podcast. 
Thanks for tuning in.